This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we take a moment to catch up and see how all the small things are important to you. Biz says the most mom thing ever. Teresa is a good mom, but a bad person. And we talk to the creator of the video series, Real Mommy Confessions, Bianca LaRue. Woo! Bianca LaRue's last name just allows you to woo all the time. Bianca LaRue! LaRue. I love that. (laughs) How are you, Teresa? I'm doing really well this morning. (laughs) What's wrong? What is that? the moon eating the sun? Well, What's happening? There might be a caffeinated beverage involved. Oh. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm I not cheat once judge. in a while. I'm not judging it's you. It's like once in a while. Good. I just have a cheat day. You are it's allowed. fine. You're allowed a cheat day. Thank you. All good things in moderation. Thank you. And all things are good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. You know what? Uh, though I will say, actually... I am I am good as a uh, as a mom today, but as a person in the universe, I am uh, not so good because today uh, David Bowie died. Yeah, and that is very sad. So sad. And part of me just wants to cancel everything we were going to talk about Aww. and only play David Bowie songs oh, for an hour and here. fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just be with David just Bowie be for with an David. hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, all things considered, mm-hmm. I am okay. Uh, but Teresa and I recently, we usually take this little moment at the beginning of the show to check in and we share like what have almost become sort of mini topics mm-hmm. uh, at the start of the show. And I have just had one of those weeks mm-hmm. or where I had a lot to say mm. in the introduction. Mm. Uh, and none of those things that I wanted to say, I think, would make up for a full topic either. Mm-hmm. So today, Teresa and I thought it might be fun to just sort of skip our intro a little bit. Not that I'm doing a good job of that right now, <laughs> 10 minutes later. Um, and spend our topic time today just sort of catching up on some of the little issues that we deal with during our weeks. Just see where that takes us. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. So on a larger scale, how are you? I have had like not the best week or two. Okay. Um, on a larger, I mean, on a larger, it's weird. Like, because I think back, it's weird how this show influences how I think about how things are going. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's you a know, because you're kind of you're forced to like say this is how it's going, right? Um, and sometimes. Sometimes that's helpful, and sometimes it kind of is not helpful. Right. But, like, I think back to, like, our last show before the end of the year, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, feeling super pumped because I'd made it through, like, a lot of hard things in early December. Yeah. And I was, like, really, felt really, like, proud of, like, all the stuff that I'd done. Um, And then, like, 
I guess it was just like Christmas and traveling and stuff that really <laughs> just like kicked the shit out of me. Right. And so at the moment, I've been feeling very um it's it's like uh it's like mommy brain extreme where Ooh. like I feel like I can manage it. I my kids are doing great and I'm enjoying being with them and I I'm feeling good about my time with them. Right. But everything else feels like a gray, cloudy mess. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, really. Like, I yeah. feel like I don't, I have like a million things that are like overdue or I, I forget, I've forgotten about. I feel like I've like made a lot of little mistakes in like in my life. Like I've been forgetful. I've dropped, I've like not had the right Thing for, I didn't bring right. Simon's karate belt uh, to, to his karate class. I, you know, left his rain boots at school. I, you know, right. just stuff is scattered. Um, and I, like, have had weird social interactions, like, weird just feel, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I'm just exactly not what you mean, where suddenly functioning. You, you're, like, in a yeah. conversation with somebody, but you just know that everything coming out of your mouth is just, has nothing to do with what you're talking about. You're not totally. even sure why the words are coming out. Totally. And they're weird. Yeah. And disconnected. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, like, not myself. Yeah. And it's weird because um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the, I don't know, I don't know how to fix it. It's overwhelming when I yeah. think about it in that sense. Like, it's just everything. I don't even know how to, like, be a person, basically, right now <laughs> is how I feel. <laughs> Sounds like a really happy place to be. It's really really a joy yeah no i have totally been there okay for me that makes me feel better it starts to creep out for me mine physically manifests itself some i mean i definitely have the uh like i can do the one task Mm -hmm. for the day and then everything else and usually that task has to do with the kids and the Mm -hmm. house right like just getting whatever's happening happening Mm -hmm. and then everything else just yeah just it just it seems impossible to answer that email Mm. It seems like, but but physically, I know when things are really off, I just start dropping stuff, oh. like things that I, I'm really positive I have yeah. in my hand and yeah. are fine and just falls out. Oh, yeah. That That is usually a sign of just like tired and stretched thin yeah. and yeah, that so I like as soon as something drops, Stefan and I both are like, okay, wait, it's coming <laughs> or you're in it. It's not, it's here. It's here right now. But I know exactly. How do you... Fix it. It just goes away. It just goes away. And then it comes back. Okay. And then it goes away again. Yeah. And then it comes back. Yeah. Like when you take your children to school, then they come back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm familiar with that one. Familiar with that one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't don't know if there's a solution. Yeah. I mean, you know. Okay. It's a mom funk. It's a mom funk. That's all this, right? A little, I think oh, a little, a little different. The yeah, because you're not like hating being a mom. You're yeah. just like you just, just can't do stuff. Yeah, you're just not functioning. <laughs> you're just not functioning as a person. Yeah, it's less mom it's not specific. Mom yeah, it's person specific. Totally. totally. And I, <laughs> it's one of those ones that like every article in the world would say yeah. you need some more rest, right, and some more self care, right, and. Lord knows we say it ourselves and probably say it to each other and say it to ourselves. But it's also one of those things that, like, "Eh, if you can get that, great. You'll be over it faster. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you can't get that. Yeah. eh. Right. eh. I'm not just going to be like this forever. 
This is not just how I'm going to be. I don't know anyone who's been like that forever yet, <laughs> but to, you can be we the first. See. Yeah. We see. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, let's just keep, let's keep up on that. All right, great. All right, good. How are you? Well, overall. Overall. Well, Biggest Loser's back on, guys. Okay. I don't know if, see if you've ever heard me talk about Biggest Loser. I love it. Uh, but I have grown to love it so much more as a mom. Mm-hmm. And I get super emotional as a mom about it because, like, I mean, outside of the competition, blah, 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 that's happening, like, what it what it triggers is that, like, so much of what gets people into this place, and I'm going to call it a place, and for the people on Biggest Loser, it's a place about weight, mm-hmm. right? But I think... I, I listen to these pe- people talk about their lives, and you realize that it's not just about weight. This could be a place that you're in uh, where you just feel like you've lost control and you're not, you know, happy. And that could be work. That could be, you know, a passion that you have. It could be self-care. It could be, you know, just anything where you've just, you've let all your responsibilities. And so many of these people are like moms. And I hear their stories, and it's just they started, they started putting themselves third, fourth, and fifth. And and you just it becomes much easier to not demand the time mm. for the self-care. Ha mm-hmm. ha ha, what we were just joking about. Yeah. And then you wake up one day and you are not happy with who you have become. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Yeah. Like, what, however like it becomes that, a habit. Yeah. Whatever that manifests yeah. itself as. Yeah. Uh, so like for me that show is so less about the the weight and the you know physical condition of people as much as it is this emotional condition that I think absolutely everyone of us can relate to. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, sometimes you see the people and you're like, your whole life is going to change yeah. once you start saying, I actually get to come first and that's beneficial. Yeah. Right? Like anyway, yeah. so everybody get ready. I'm like super emotional right now. Okay. And I'm like trying to work it into my own life a little bit about the self-care. Okay. Uh, but and again, I think from the perspective of the show, it's just that thing we talk about all the time and how easy it can be to just let your personal needs, whatever they are, mm-hmm. exercise. You're talking about the totally. walking. You know, know what I mean? Eating yeah. better in general. Yep. Uh, all the ruts we get ourselves into. Mm-hmm. No more. No more. Okay. Except the fact that we'll probably keep doing it every day. But, <laughs> but hey. hey Eyes okay. on the prize. Eyes on the prize. So I've been thinking about that a lot. <clears throat> and I guess what I probably should have led with, mm-hmm. as opposed to Biggest Loser, mm-hmm. is Ellis uh, is going to start preschool, like, tomorrow. Whoa. Uh, we, Whoa. I, I know. Did everybody hear that? Biggest, Ellis. Two-year-old Ellis my son. is going to start preschool, <laughs> part-time preschool, right? Yes. We are doing... <laughs> This may have a pattern of deferring mm-hmm. things that are emotionally stressful mm. onto other things, like Biggest Loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Ellis, <clears throat> two years old, starting at the preschool that Katie Bell went to. So, okay, here's... That's nice. You it's, know it's the great. place. You know the it's people. Great. You're comfortable. It's great. I... He's super ready. He like in terms of I mean, as I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how ready he is. We've talked about it for a month. Yeah. He talks about going to school. Mm-hmm. Ellis is going to go to school. We've uh, been to the facility a bunch with them. All last week, I spread out dropping the paperwork off so he and I could go and just, like, be in the classroom and meet the people. So, like, Miss Susie's my teacher. Miss Susie's my teacher. Miss Susie will hold my hand. Miss Susie's going to, you know, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. 
Uh, we've got a friend who's like really good friends of ours have a daughter who's in pre-K there. Mm-hmm. So she's five. So he's like, I'm going to see Emmy. I'm going to, you know, Ellis mm-hmm. will see Emmy. And Emmy's like, I'm going to watch Ellis. And all Cute. this stuff. Every teacher is like, Ellis, you Cute. know, we know Katie about like all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it could not be a better scenario. Yeah. It's great. So that's one. Good. Two, I'm really ready for this. I yeah. need him to do this. Yes. I need this. Yes. I need this. Awesome. Okay. So like, and I know He's going to be okay. Like with Katie Bell, I was way more precious about it in terms of, uh, and and she was like a different kid. She didn't like people touching her. She, you know, like she had a whole bunch of stuff that was like weird to throw into like a school setting. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Ellis is like, yay, kids. Yeah. yeah art. Yeah. Let's go sing some songs and stuff. Yeah. Right? Ellis it's going to be really good for him. Like yeah. easily good yeah, for him. He's yeah. He's so much more social at this age than mm-hmm. Katie Bell was. Um, so I feel okay about it mm-hmm. like i know it's going to be okay yeah I, I you know and so like i'm actually not freaking out and i'm trying to be okay with the fact you that excited you sound I'm, a little excited i'm excited for him yeah are I, you is it, it it's okay like i i feel like you're saying you're okay I'm wondering if you're actually saying okay because it's like balancing out that you're really excited, but you're also something else. Yeah, well, I'm a little, I know that tomorrow it's going to be hard. Yeah. Because not only will I be driving Katie Bell all the way to school on one side of town uh-huh. and then driving Alice the other way. It's not like we uh-huh. got like this special prep time. Right. You know, like super adorable preciousness that yeah. we get to do together. Right yeah. now, we're just driving just Getting over two there. kids to school, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, two lunches, two whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's, He's only doing two hours okay. uh, tomorrow and two hours Thursday, sort of as transition Great. days. Great. And then, uh, to be honest, he could be there all fucking day yeah. starting next week. I don't yeah. know how long I'm going to leave him yet. I haven't, yeah. like, worked two days out. Two days. Yeah, only two days a week. Yeah. Uh, and I I don't know. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's going to be really upset. And I know, yeah. I know I'm going to tomorrow have to deal with the... He is being left yeah. with the teacher, yeah. screaming for mama, yeah. and I have to walk away. Right. And that is the thing that is going to be really difficult Yes, and I'm not going to enjoy. And I'll yeah. probably just sit in the car for two hours. Sure. Then <laughs> walk right back in. Sure. But like... Uh, it's one of those like where you know all the good outcome of this. Like, yeah. I know it. I yeah. know it. Well, and it's the same as leaving him with the babysitter, which right. you, d- you had to deal with that. Now he's used to that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like... He's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so I just... Good. Yeah, that's Good just, job. But I wanted to, like, reference back to how much I appreciated when you were doing this with Oscar, how much you just flat out said, I don't really need you to say anything, mm-hmm. and I kind of don't want you to. Okay. Right? I just remember yeah. that, and I was like, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I'm going to say, it is fine for you to tell me that this is going to be great, and okay. I'm doing a good job doing it. Okay. So You're, it is going to be great, <laughs> and you are going to do a great job with. It. I mean, it's it's e- like that's easy. You're feeding me the line, but it's easy for me to. Say. I mean, I I just know that it's going to be great. I know that it will be hard too, but like you you know exactly what you're doing, and you know what you're going to get, and yeah. it's going to be so good for both of you. Yeah, there are like no unknowns per se in this scenario. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, all exactly. the big ones I know totally. So. And I just want to say one more thing, which yeah. is. 
what I remember you telling me when I was doing this with Oscar, which was that remember to be extra nice to yourself mm. tomorrow and Thursday and and maybe for the next few weeks while it's an, adju- an adjustment period. Right. Remember that it's an adjustment period. And even if you know it's the right thing and even if you're going into it with like a great attitude, right. it might still be hard emotionally. And it's a really good time to be like doing extra, extra nice stuff for yourself. Just right. being gentle with yourself and like not taking on extra stuff that is not, you know, feeding you, that is not good for you, you know? Right. Just take on this, do the stuff that makes you feel good. And just, if you feel bad, just know that that's okay, you know? Uh, I know. Oh, my baby! It's big, it's big. He's but like a month baby. from now, it's going to be fine. It's I know. Like, you yeah. know? A month from now, whatever. Get, get at, drop yeah. me off, lady. Ellis, yeah. drop off. <laughs> Ellis, <laughs> drop off. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I drop it off. Oh, that's um, so funny. Uh, what Yay. else you got? What else is going on? Basically, my house is just—it's overflowing. I think it's that—it's <laughs> that thing that happens periodically yeah. anyway. But I think because of the holidays, it's extra. So like, we our tree is still up, but I haven't had a chance to take the tree down. And like, we have like these boxes of like Christmas decorations that we inherited from Jesse's mom right. that like we can't use all of them. But like, we bring them in from the garage to decorate the tree in the house. And then like th- this year, they've just been the boxes just that have out. just been sitting there in the living room or dining room. It's all one room, right? Like all just sitting there. And then, like, there's stuff that we still haven't unpacked from our trip that were, like, gifts from people. They're just in, like, a gigantic Amazon fresh bag, like, <laughs> sitting in the middle of the room. Um, and there's just there's just piles of stuff, stuff everywhere. There's just so much stuff. And, like, I mean, our house is, like, a pretty good size. We just don't have a lot of closets. Our house just doesn't right. really have closets. And so... There's not a lot of storage for things. And I am married to a person who really loves stuff. He really loves stuff. And I I appreciate his taste. He has really good taste. But he is not like, he just loves stuff. Stuff makes him happy. And that is not exactly the way I am. Um, and I just, I'm in that mode of like, I think that may be infecting oh, that will. like overall. I was just going to say, absolutely, because if yeah. you're, you're already having a cloudy stuff, time. You can't find stuff. There's it, piles. It takes us back to the biggest loser oh, yeah. cycle you can get stuck in. I mean, yeah, suddenly yeah. it just keeps adding up and yeah. you got the funk. Well, yeah. Plus the like effects of that clutter and yeah. it's maddening. Yeah. It's maddening. Yeah. So that's, I like over the weekend, Jesse's been away all weekend, but like I, so I wasn't able to do anything to it. Right. Um, but I was able to be like, this is going to be something I'm going to need to take a day or yeah. two yeah. and like really do. Yeah. Like I'm just going to need to do that. And like it actually felt good even just thinking that to myself because I was like, this is going to happen. I have to, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I am going to have to like block out a day or two and like really dig into this and like make some changes. Um, So can I make a suggestion? Sure. Can I give you some unsolicited advice? Sure. Uh, Can you ask, because Stefan likes stuff Uh too, Uh Uh, especially books that are literally three inches by two feet. They're gigantic. He's got so many art books and movie books, and you can't pick them up, size books, right? So we have, uh, which uh, prevents you from putting uh, normal books (laughs) 
mm-hmm. on your bookshelves, right? And then there's the Star Wars toys. And there's been a recent influx of that. There's well, He has a lot of stuff, too. And then you have all the kids' stuff. And I'm like you. I like some stuff. Yeah. But, like, I need also to feel like that yeah. isn't there. There's some days where that is it becomes noise. Yeah. Uh, so recently uh, I've started just trying to keep one space that by – Five o'clock or six o'clock or whatever the time is of the day, it's just it's cleared. You know what oh, I mean? So like, like one one space that's sort of like sacred. Yeah, from clutter. it's like sacred space. Yeah. So like, and I will say it fluctuates between the den and our room because mm-hmm. it just depends on what's happening. But we I've managed to set the den up where everything can kind of go in a cabinet mm-hmm. and then it's pretty cleared out. Mm-hmm. And I've just said, and same with the bedroom. But I just said I'm going to need a space where it just it's just not there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, ju- uh, and it doesn't have to be the whole house and it doesn't yeah. have to be all that stuff. But like there's got to be, you know, at the end of the day, I need the noise down. And part of that is the sensation of clutter. So like I just, <laughs> just take stuff out. I, you know, I take yeah. stuff out and I rotate things through. We have, like, my sister gave me a great, she's in New York, a great idea years ago. Just rotate stuff. You're not getting rid of stuff. It's like art. Yeah. Rotate that shit in and out. But I, I know that feeling. That's just, it's like kids and pets and like stuff. Yeah. It's so there's much. just always like a couple packages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's always, and... yeah. And then like some piles of something somebody was coloring on the table and oh. some mail and yeah. some, something from school, yep. something that needs to go to school. Yep. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, thank you. It's, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the last thing I've got mm-hmm. that's been kind of happening uh, that I thought would be fun to talk about on the show is uh, Katie Bell, as you know, as some of you know, Stefan gets home after Katie Bell and I've had dinner. So usually we're having dessert mm-hmm. uh, when he walks in the door. And uh, with the chilly weather in California, I've been busting out fires like a person who grew up without a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Fires! <laughs> so uh, we sit in front of the fireplace and she has her dessert. And this is where we sometimes have really interesting discussions. And I realized I, they should just be called the feminist fireside chats with <laughs> so Katie good. Bell. It's right? so good. Because <laughs> that's what they totally turn I into. I love it so much. So this week's uh, feminist fireside chat mm-hmm. started out, we were listening to, I was playing some jazz because I was having one of my, everybody's making me nuts, mm-hmm. uh, on jazz. I'm not sure I even like it, but it's just something calming. Uh, and Louis Armstrong was playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just, I don't really like Louis Armstrong. He's like super important. And yeah. whenever somebody really important comes on, I try and point that out to Katie Bell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is Louis Armstrong, uh, who's really important. Uh, especially he was back, he was, you know, uh, his music when he played was back in a time in America where uh People of color weren't allowed into places, the same places as white people, like we've we've talked about. And what was so great about Louis Armstrong is his music really opened doors uh, for many people. It helped really bridge uh, some of this mindset that was happening in the country. You know, but what was crazy was he would be allowed in some places to play, but he wouldn't have been allowed in to have a drink, you know. And she, she goes... What do you mean, like, they weren't allowed in the same places? And I was like, okay, well, like, go to a restaurant. You would be allowed into a restaurant. Your friend Lyric would not have been allowed in that restaurant. She was like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're right. That's crazy. We've stopped doing that. And she always, like, she'll start throwing stuff out like, but you can't. You can't tell people what to do just because of how they look or because they're girl or boy. And I'm like, that's 
Right. Mm-hmm. There are even places today where girls aren't allowed to do the same thing the boys get you. Like what? Like learn what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we start talking about that a little bit more. And then she brings up uh, the toy thing comes up a lot because it's a good example. You know, could you imagine being told you couldn't play with a certain toy because you're a girl or you're a, a boy? Wouldn't that crazy? You know, <laughs> You may not be aware of this, but sometimes all those commercials that we watch Mm -hmm. and the stores that we go to are actually packaging stuff to try and trick you into thinking that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what? I'm like, I know. It's like like suggesting that a boy can't play with the Lego elf set. Mm -hmm. Boys like elves? Why not? They're cool. They shoot arrows and stuff. But there's uh, colors that are associated with girls in it, right? She's like... That's right. She goes, you know, at school, uh, they have a prize box at school. Mm -hmm. She said, you know, I was pulling out a notebook that had R2-D2 on it. And, you know, Kaya said, huh, that's a boy's notebook. Right? To which I said, all right, all right. What'd you say? There are no such thing as boy things or girl things. And I'm like, that's right. We're like getting all riled up. And I'm like, that's right. There's no such thing as girl (laughs) things or boy things. And what? Well, Oh, she goes, there's nothing different between boys and girls. And I said, ha there's one thing that's different between boys and girls. And guys, we're not getting anything too deep here, okay. all right? We're just keeping it simple. Yeah. Uh, I don't want any emails about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, oh, what do boys have that girls do not have? She was like, uh, I go, a penis. You should say the P word. Nope, I'm going to say penis. Boys have a penis and girls have, she's like totally embarrassed. And I'm like, a vagina. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the magic thing (laughs) that is unique to boys and unique to girls. I go, does that couch, does that couch have a penis over there? (laughs) She said, Mama, no. And I was like, then that's not a boy couch or a girl couch, is it? No. Uh, How about Hot Wheels? Do Hot Wheels have a vagina? No. Do Hot Wheels have a penis? No. So what is it? A car? That's right. It's a car. (laughs) She goes, she goes, I go, all right, here's a tricky one. Here's a tricky one. What about a Barbie? Right? What about Barbie? And she was like, I was like, does it have a penis? And she's like, no. I'm like, does it have a vagina? Mm -hmm. She's like, well, it has a butt. And I'm like, that's different than a vagina. Let's just be real clear. (laughs) It's not the same. So technically, it's not a girl toy or a boy toy, right? So the she and I spent like all this time listening to all this stuff, and I'm pretty sure she's going to wind up going to school and being like, this pencil doesn't have a penis on it. Uh, I can use it if I want to or whatever. But like I've just discovered this is like totally what our evenings wind up being. All just the time. Because this is my helpful advice to you guys. Descend into like a rally where a you're rally. just marching around yep. saying names of your body. Yeah, names of your body, body parts. parts. That's right. Yeah, no, I just. <laughs> no, but I think that's really nice. I think it's so like, I mean, ooh, it's such a gift that you have this like built in time where you can just talk about stuff with her. And that's that you're hard, like, yeah, if you don't have But that, that you're time. using it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're really using it. That's so people... nice. I recently saw somebody say they were having a hard time (laughs) figuring out how to talk to their kid, Mm. who was about the same age as Katie Bell, about uh, race and stuff. And I I feel like I really do want us to one day get a really good person to come on and talk to us about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are how to talk to your kids about race. How to talk to your kids about it, as opposed to me being like, penis, vagina. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes we make it too complicated. We want to talk about, I mean, Katie Bell and I touch on the history some as well, but Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to. I think it can be as simple as, 
you know, most of our conversations really just wind up being about, you know, is it okay to treat people because they look different or they believe in something different or they sound different Mm -hmm. or any of those things? And, and, you know, the answer is always no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. And it can be just literally as simple as that. And for her... It's been a lot easier to uh, talk about all those larger issues focusing solely on gender because she's just a kid who I can't imagine not wanting to do something because she's a girl. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, well, but that's always been very important to you. Yeah. It's not, yeah. that's not really something special about her. No, I right. Mean, yeah, that's yeah. Really We've just raised yeah, her. Yeah, that's always been. Yeah. And I, I think it just, it, like, it creeps into something that's been going on recently with Ellis. Ellis is, you know, he looks just like Katie Bell. I mean, just got that. They, I, I made two kids that look alike, mm-hmm. right? And then I don't make kids with hair. So he still has barely any hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is very interested in a lot of things that his older sister's interested in. Mm-hmm. So he has the painted nails. He wants to wear his hair in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's way into pink things. You know what I mean? And I can remember hearing so many people. You know, out at stores, be like, you can't have that. It's girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I wonder. The one dad I heard, I remember this kid, like, and I talked about it on the show once before. The kid, like, I'm sure they just spent the entire time at Target with the kid being like, can I have this? Can I have this? Can yeah. I have this? Can I have this? Yeah. Can I have this? <laughs> it's yeah. the last thing before they go. Can I have this? No, it's for girls, right? Uh-huh. And I'm, I don't know how much of it was him literally trying to gender specific his kid, yeah, or how much of it was. Just Will this up. get you to shut yeah. up if I say shut it's up. for girls, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it was. You know, it, we just aren't around that a lot because Stefan no. and I are like, we would never tell no, our kids that never. ever. No. And everywhere I've been with Ellis recently, the thing about being like at an elementary school, public in particular, mm. a good old fashioned public school mm-hmm. is like you're interacting with grandmothers and, like, mm-hmm. you know, grandfathers and different generations picking up their kids. Mm-hmm. And they all want to come over and see your baby. Mm. And like, I've just been getting a lot of like, um, how old is she? Right? Huh. I get that a lot anyway. But like the other day... Just because of the nails? Well, I, some, I think she, I think Ellis looks a little feminine just because of his structure, the bone uh-huh. structure or whatever. Because um, he's so beautiful. But I guess the nails... Yeah, he is beautiful. beautiful <laughs> cherub. Um, but the... Like there was one person who couldn't stop calling him mm. a girl even after I was like, well, he's this. Mm-hmm. He's, and she that just... happened to me with Simon one time. This woman was like, oh, how old is she? And I was like, oh, he's he's, he's actually seven months. And she was like, oh, she looks like a girl because she's so beautiful. <laughs> I was like, uh, you're she still saying still she. <laughs> you know, I'm like, he wants his hair in the ponytail. And the yeah, like, yeah. No, Ellis has the pink one. Pink Oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're at like Disneyland yesterday and we're getting like, you know, he gets yeah. to pick out a treat and he's like, he wants the pink cookie. And the woman checking out is like, and this one's for your daughter? And I was like, that's for my son. Mm-hmm. Why do you even have to ask? I know. Like, I eat. I know. Does this cookie have a penis? Does this cookie have a vagina? Even if it had a penis sure. or a vagina, there are it's still pe- delicious. There's gender. No, but there's gender. <laughs> there's gender non-conforming yes. kids. So even penises right. and vaginas do not dictate what is true. for girls and what is for boys. Well, that's true. No, all of it is just exactly. our perception. Exactly. And I just. I mean, I still love your. Is that does this pencil yes. have a penis? Yeah. I think that is Everyone, a great way again, to talk about it. It was about I'm purely just, trying to get no, people I, not to genderify toys. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I just. I. I just want to remember that there, there, yes. everybody is different. And yes. just, you know, 
a penis does not, not necessarily define mean boy. you. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, I just want to also say solidarity because um, my boys don't have an older sister and they still love yeah. wearing nail polish. They're wearing nail polish more often than not. Right. And uh, Simon sometimes likes to wear barrettes and yeah. clip on earrings. Who doesn't? And who the fuck cares? Yeah. And um, actually, we've been really lucky. I don't know if it's the the neighborhood we live in or our preschool or whatever. But I just I've actually been feeling so grateful because I when he was like first getting into this stuff, it's been going on for like a few months. Yeah, I was a little bit like, oh, you know, that feeling of I don't want my kid to get his feelings hurt or, you know, I've never said to him that pink is for girls. So is that my fault? And I'm betraying him by not like explaining Mm. that to him. Um, I don't want to just put him out there and, like, make him fend for himself with, like, a situation that he doesn't understand. You know, he's four. He's almost four and a half. And is, uh, I, I've spoken with his teachers about it, and they're very supportive. And so I felt that I wasn't going to hold him back because I don't want to be the one to tell him yeah. this is the way the world is if that's not going to actually be his experience. Yeah. And, like, it's been so cool actually like I, I realize that I may be in a bubble here and I, I'm a pre, I'm saying this with gratitude but like they had a pajama day a, a month or so ago and Simon's favorite pair of pajamas are pink they yeah. are pink that's his favorite pair and he was so excited to wear them yeah. to school and I was like so he told everybody already without even telling me I'm going to be wearing my favorite pink jammies tomorrow Yeah, he wore them to school Everybody loved them. At the end of the day, I asked his uh, one of his teachers, who's a guy, like, yeah. "Hey, how'd it go? How'd it go with the pink jammies?" And he was like, "Nobody said a single thing." And his class is like full of boys. Yeah, There's more boys than girls in his class. And he uh, he was like, "It went great." I mean, nobody said any. He's like, "Everybody's cool." And I was yeah. just like, "Yes." I feel like, like sometimes. I- Sometimes we create yes, stuff, yes, you know, that is not necessarily right. I hear you say the thing about trying to prepare him that this is yeah, not, yeah. And, and I'm like, and my instinct is to say, you're preparing him better by giving him the confidence to like his choices. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? True, and then yeah. you will be there for him to. Uh, Help him understand when yeah. people when he does get negative responses. Yeah, but the more like, like I, we were out recently, we we're at Disneyland, and uh-huh. like every manner of dress was happening at Disneyland, True, yeah. and I was just like. And like some people looked really comfortable with their choices and yeah. some people didn't. Uh-huh. And I was like, <laughs> I really hope that I can impress upon my children that, you know, what you choose to wear and appear on the outside, mm-hmm. I always want it to be something that you truly love. And are you wearing it for yourself or are you wearing it for others? Because mm-hmm. if you ever wear it for others, whether to get a rise out of them, mm-hmm. whether to make people angry, mm-hmm. whether to make people love you more, whether to like whatever, mm-hmm. that's always going to never feel right to you mm-hmm. as opposed to wearing something that you choose for yourself. And I think that's the gift that you are giving Simon and Oscar by like encouraging them. I mean, fine if you and Jesse have to step to the side and be like, ah, Steph and I have to do that all the time where it's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what about choice? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh but that's y'all's. I, I think I right. think that sounds like you're doing a good job. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I just Thanks. and so know. are you. I mean, I don't know if there could be any better conversation to wrap up on, especially in honor of David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Right? True, yeah. It was like a true... But I, I, was, I was literally driving here, like, blaring some Bowie yeah. on the way. And I just thought, 
here's a guy who just genuinely seemed happy with all his choices. Mm. Good job, yeah. David Bowie. Totally. Maybe all be really happy with our choices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. Together, we make up the Max Fun podcast, Lady to Lady. Each week, we welcome a kick-ass lady guest. We talk about our lives, our dreams, and the terrible decisions we've made that still haunt us. Mm-hmm. We've had on great comedians like Aisha Tyler and Margaret Tro, plus screenwriters, doctors, authors, you know, anyone who's willing to be as open as we are. It's all a lot of fun. That's us, Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So, Simon's in karate. He goes on the weekends. Usually, Jesse takes him. It's great. Um, and But then, sometimes, Jesse can't take him because he's out of town or whatever, and I have to take him, and then I always end up having Oscar with me at that time, mm. and that is very tricky. Because Oscar wants to participate, but he's too little. He's just in the way, mm-hmm. but then he doesn't... I mean, it's just impossible. The whole thing is, yeah. like, really complicated. Um, and very exhausting for yes. me, because there's nowhere really to take him out of there. Like, it's just like a parking lot. So, ugh, it's horrible. Um, And so, but this weekend, yesterday, I was prepared because Simon's class is at 1230 and that's when Oscar normally takes his nap. And so normally it's very tricky for me to do it at that time. So I do a makeup at a different time, whatever. This time I was like, no, I am going to get them fed, take them out in the car a few minutes early, wait for Oscar to fall asleep. I am going to nail a parking spot right in front of that fucking class. Mm -hmm. And Oscar is going to nap for an hour while Simon takes his karate class. And you know what? It worked. All of that worked. I was able to get Oscar to sleep, park right in front. I was able to sit right outside the window and watch my both Mm -hmm. children at the same time easily in like comfortable distance. Um, I was able to bring Simon his water when he needed it and actually had, at one point, Simon needed to use the potty, which he can't do by himself yet. And so another parent was out there and I said, can you watch my kid who's sleeping in the car for five seconds while I take my kid to the potty? And I did that. And that was easy and great. Um, Oscar got the perfect nap. Simon had his class and didn't miss it. And I just felt like a fucking genius. Good job. Thank you. That was good job. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) Here is my most mom thing I've ever said, guys. I, the other night, I got some slice and bake cookies for the week, right, just to have in the house. I was in the mood. Uh, so sometimes there were some left laying around at the end of the day after everybody had gone to sleep. My children, not mm-hmm. Stefan. It wasn't like me at like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be having my glass of evening wine. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I'm really hungry. I don't really have anything else to eat. I'm just going to eat this chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And I was like, holy, sh- holy shit. <laughs> 
Red wine and chocolate chip cookies taste really good together, guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then I was like, and then the universe stopped, and every cartoon comic strip featuring a, you know, dowdy woman uh, who says, ack, trying on swimsuits, uh, you know, uh, screaming great for wine and chocolate. Yay. I became that. I became Kathy, guys. I have become a Kathy cartoon, which I'm pretty sure is appropriate once you pass into your 40s. Mm-hmm. So the universe is complete. Yay. It's all good. I did it. Hi, One Bad Mother. So I am a working mother of two. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old and a little girl who just turned one a week and a half ago. I'm a nurse. Um, I just breastfeed both of them, which, as you know, for a working mom, can be a little complicated. There's pumping involved, and with 12-hour shifts, I have to find, like, three times to go away and pump. And um, while I start out with a good, healthy supply, like, actually donating and giving some away to people who need it. Um, my period comes back, which happened at five and a half months postpartum for both children. Um, I noticed that my supply is just a lot more difficult to maintain. Um, and it causes me a huge amount of stress and anxiety, especially anxiety. And um, so now that my youngest daughter, who I'm still breastfeeding, is one, I realized just yesterday, like, hey, we just hit a huge milestone, and we're pretty okay here. We have some milk stored up. I'm not going to pump as much. And she doesn't seem super reliant on nursing and on these bottles, and she takes solids like a champ. So we're going to just scale it back a little bit. And even though it's such a simple little thought, I just feel so much relief. Like, I'll just nurse or pump in the morning and then maybe midday and then at bedtime. And I just feel so happy and so content. And there's a significant amount of anxiety that is just like falling away. And I just think that's great. And I just wanted to share. Thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. Such a good, good job, job. Right? So great. Oh my God. You know what I enjoy about the calls? It's just be it's just like constantly being made aware of how hard this is for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Jesus Christ, 12-hour yeah, so shifts and the yeah. pumping and the like, eh, I, good job. Yeah, Good job before you decided to do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Good job doing all that yeah. work. And good job taking the stress off yes. and the anxiety off. Yeah, great job. Yes. God, that was genius. Maybe I'll take that lesson of like making small changes. Absolutely. World doesn't end. Might get better. Failures. Fail me, Teresa. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. All right, so uh, people remember from last week I got um, in a fender bender over Christmas break, um, and I had to take my car into the shop, um, and Jesse was going out of town, and so he's like, well, if they don't give you a rental car with your insurance, you can just use my car. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll just do that. And he's like, well, just check, because if they give you a rental car, you might as well take the rental car, because you don't know how long it's going to be. I'm like, okay, that's a good point. All right, fine. So I'm busy. Things are crazy. I don't get around to calling. The day before I'm supposed to bring in my car to the body shop, I get a call from Hertz, the rental company, saying, we have your reservation. Your car's ready for you. You know, we'll pick you up when you get to the auto body shop. And I'm like, 
Oh, I love it when things work out without me like exerting extra effort. State Farm must have just like called and like got my car. Great. So I go, I drop off my uh, stupid idiot, Teresa, and I go and drop off my car. I get a ride to the rental car place. I get a rental car. All of this I'm doing with two gigantic 25-pound car seats, okay? And they have to give me a big, expensive rental car because one of my car seats is rear-facing, and it doesn't fit rear-facing in most of their little rinky-dink rentals. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, good thing this is covered. And they're like, well, the standard is that it'll be covered for like five days at, you know, $30 a day or whatever. But, you know, your insurance company will update it. So maybe call back tomorrow and like find out exactly what is covered for you. And I'm like, okay. So Jesse goes out of town. The next day I get a call or I call and I find out. No, it's actually not covered None at all. Of covered None at of all? it's covered at all. None of the rental is covered at all. And I'm like, who made this reservation? And the insurance company says that they didn't make it. The auto body shop says that they didn't make it. One of them made it. Because I mean, I assume it was the auto body shop because I don't I just, none of it makes sense. But so anyways, the real issue was that now husband out of town and I'm at home with two children, two enormous car seats, and a rental car that I don't want. Right. And so I'm, like, frantically calling the place and, like, trying to get – I'm, like, trying to get them to come pick it up because yeah, I just don't it. want it. I don't, yeah. And I don't want to go there with my two kids. I can't take, like, a cab home yeah, with two big car seats. Yeah, how are you supposed to do that? Yeah. Right. I just could not figure it out. And they're, like – the. Rental car place was completely unhelpful. They're, like, washing their hands of this whole thing. The auto body shop, they were, like, super nice and trying to help me. But, like, the best they could do was that if I could get the rental car to the place, they would bring their, like, service van and meet Mm -hmm. me there. And, like, I they would give us a ride home. And just the idea of doing that at the end of the day on a Friday with my 4-year-old and my 2-year-old and their car seats, I can't even... Like, the idea of deinstalling the car seats with my kids, like, standing in a parking lot on a busy street and then, like, installing them into a weird van. And, like, I just couldn't, like, with no, I just couldn't figure it fucking out. I could not figure it out. And it was so stressful and so stupid. And finally, thank you, God, for my amazing, wonderful friend, Emily. I just called her and and she works for herself. And I was like, can you just come over and help me and, like, watch my kids for an hour and a half while I do this? She was like, yes, of course. And yeah. she went and she got, she left what she was doing early, <laughs> picked up her kid from school, came over, and I was able to, like, take the car back uh. and just take take a cab back. Um, and it was, fu- it was fine and think- so grateful to my friend. Yeah. But I just, I, even though I was upset about it, I, w- I just felt so embarrassed yeah. and bad because yeah. it was... So stupid, and it. I ended Thank up you, having universe for booking me a car reservation. Exactly that I <laughs> now have to pay for that I totally didn't need because my husband's car was sitting. Oh, Teresa! So it was just a big, stressful, expensive hassle, all because I'm just an idiot, and that's no, why it's my fail. Oh, no, you're not an idiot. The universe, the universe, just sometimes is a dick. Fuck, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, maybe this will make you feel better. I would love to hear it. So I needed to do a business call for the show, guys. We might even get a celebrity on here. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, 
but I have to do this like call with this like agent. Yeah, guy. yeah, like, like a this, real like, call, like a real, like call. A real call, not like, like not one. With I'm not LSR talking to lap. a mom, right? Yes, <laughs> not, yeah. I don't know who I'm talking to. Yeah, I'm talking to some young hotshot. Could could be a mom. Could be a mom. You it wasn't. Know. Moms are young hotshots. Okay, I was talking to a dude named Chris. Okay, okay, and nice guy, but I'm like, it was like one of those things where he four o'clock he calls. Yeah. So we've just discovered that we have this like 1960s kids Disney alphabet record and the kids are like way into it. Mm-hmm. The donkey do goes this way. Oh Hee-haw. Anyway, the kids are way into it. And they've been I like, really Dude. wish that everyone could have seen you do that dance right now. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, on. I'll put my right hand in, I'll put my right hand. I did the whole thing. Uh, and they do it and it's great. The point is... The kids are really content with it. And Katie Bell's been doing this thing where she lets Ellis, like, ride on her back and she's like a horse or something. And that's been going pretty well, guys. No problems. Uh, so I'm like, I just have to do this yeah. call. And it's only going to take, like, three minutes for me to, like, say, no, yeah. we, I promise we won't be a jerk yeah. to your, you know, person. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know, hi, Chris. This is, you know, this. Yeah, sure. Hold on one second. Katie Bell, can you just... You and Ellis listen to the records. Yeah. I'm going to be in the other room. I'll be right back, yeah. right? Because six-year-olds yeah. are totally capable of taking care of two-year-olds. They guys. totally can. Yeah. And I already know, like, leaving yeah. the room. This is, anyway, so I'm in there, yeah. and their donkey doing goes this way, and yeah. they're sticking their hands in, and it's great. And we're talking, and I'm being super charming and cool. Yeah. And uh, then you hear the scream. And I was like, uh-huh. So I was talking to the guy. Right. And I'm like, uh, yeah, so what we'll do is the calls last 15 minutes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, there's some screaming in the other room. So I'm just going to go into the other room while we're talking. Hold on. Like, Ellis is just, like, totally screaming. He's, like, Aww. been on her back. And he just went over her. Uh, oh, right? yeah, yeah. So he's, like, hit the nose uh, tooth yeah. thing. Yeah, and he's yeah. just, like, hysterical. And luckily, the Chris guy kind of starts laughing. I was like, yeah. Hey, you know what? There is some bleeding, so I'm gonna call you yeah. back just so you know. Everything's yeah. fine, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna not continue to try and yeah. have a conversation with you. Yeah. And you know, Ellis was fine, just bumped, you know, it was the Aww. tooth bleeding thing, right? At the top oh, of the gum that always yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. And eventually Ellis okay. Oh I know. <laughs> that is the best. Oh. So he was like fine, and I call the guy back. I get Ellis situated for dinner and Katie Bell situated at the counter, and I call him back and I was like, Hey, and he was like, Hey, how do, how how's everybody? And I go we still have all our teeth which is the most you can hope for with a six-year-old and a two-year-old in the house and he was like i totally understand and it was fine but it was just like so one of those moments where like yeah. i can totally do five minutes worth of a normal activity i know and if i hadn't been on the phone they could have easily amused themselves they could have fine it would have been fine like nothing would have nothing would have happened. happened i know Anyway, I, I know felt, you try to do it's this where you, I try to do one trying to do one thing, thing like a normal person. And it always ends up with the universe punishing you with a child facial injury. Oh, I'm Ugh. sorry. That's all right. Hi, I'm calling with a fail. Um, I've got a very determined three-year-old son who's been going through his determined phase for oh, probably for around the last three years. Um <laughs> We live uh, on a farm and we've got horses and I like to get him involved in looking after the animals just so he understands carers and how to, yeah, how to be kind to other things. And so the other night I'd taken him up, um, we have an arena and one of the horses was standing in the arena eating his dinner. Um, My son was playing with the poo rake for the arena, which is like a, a metal, a metal rake and you rake poo into it from, into a, plastic bucket 
Um, in the meantime, the horse had dropped some food on the floor, so I leant over to pick up the food from the floor to put it into the horse's back into the horse's bucket. When I felt a searing pain in the back of my head, um, I turned round and saw my son brandishing, brandishing the metal poo rake, having just whacked me over the head with it with great force. After screaming at him, like, what on earth, what the hell are you doing? Um, he looked at me and said, Mama, there was a fly. There was a fly I was trying to get. So with all my work trying to get my son to care for other things, I've either created something that has so little judgment that he feels that to get a fly away from my head, he, he's got to whack it with a metal shitty stick, or he's possibly a psychopath. One of the two. I'm not sure. Either way, I've clearly failed somewhere along the line. Oh, Thanks so much for the show. Thanks for listening. I never tell you. I'm so glad she said sociopath because I was like, a fly? Yeah. Yikes. Damien, get off the tricycle. Don't come <laughs> wheeling at me and pushing me over the edge. It's all for you. That was amazing. I, that was, I was not expecting it I to w- go there. I wasn't either. And then it happened. And then I was yeah. like, oh, do I play this? Because that sounds horrible. Yeah. But then I felt like the end yeah. made it, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you've done. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Mm. Uh, keep an eye open for those missing farm animals. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're doing. Nah, he's three. He's he's three. The sociopathic tendencies yeah. really start showing <laughs> at seven. So you've got a couple of years. You are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you I love you When I have a problem I call you on the phone I love you I love you Teresa? Yes. Let's call a mom. Great. Yay! This week we are talking to Bianca LaRue, actress, producer, and mom, and creator of the video series Real Mommy Confessions, which is a series of hilarious videos based on some very honest mom moments. (laughs) Welcome, Bianca. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, we're very excited to have you on, and the videos are really fun, but before we get into talking about the videos, uh, we want to ask you, who lives in your house? It is my husband, who is a firefighter with the FDNY. Whoa! Whoa. Can we yeah. just, can, can, uh, can I just say thank you? <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, I was, pass that on. Yeah, no, we were in uh, New York for all that good stuff uh, for a long time. My husband and I were in New York for 11 years, uh, including September 11th and many things that happened after that. And I don't know, yeah. I love firefighters. So whenever I hear any firefighter, I'm like, thank you. Uh, oh, so, that's nice. Mm. They appreciate it. They really do because they get a lot of flack. So, um, for, you know, people thinking that all they do is sit around until there's a fire and everybody's like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I also have no problem going grocery shopping when the firefighters come in to go grocery shopping. I don't don't know if I'm the only person in the world. I'm like, hello, I'm just going to keep putting these lemons in my box while you guys put lemons in your box. It's so funny. It's like, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't think that, like, we went to the same I, I ended up bumping into my husband at the grocery store once in his full gear, and I was like, who's that cute guy? Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's my husband. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. So so you live uh, so, yes, in, um, with your husband. My, so my husband and then I have a four-year-old daughter, Lily, and my three-year-old son, Casey. 
Wow. So and we a dog all, and a cat. Okay, thank you. We uh, always have to know what other things are crawling around on your floor, and a dog and a cat seems to make that yeah. pretty perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we had a fish, but I killed him accidentally on Christmas. Oh, so. oh. Christmas. Christmas yeah, fish death. Ugh, if I could only kill our fish. I mean, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry <laughs> for your loss. Um, thank you. All right. What did you think having kids was going to be like? before you had them, and uh, how much of that came true or not? <laughs> See, I love this question because I was a nanny for oh. um, six years in Manhattan oh. and also two years in Northern California, where I'm from. So um, I, having been the babysitter, thought, oh, this is going to be a blast and so easy and I'm never tired. And, oh, my God, I'm so lucky because all my friends are waiting tables and they're bitter with the world and I get to play with kids all day. So I was like, I'm going to be the greatest mom. And um, and I totally know what I'm doing. And this is the parenting method I believe in. And I'm going to ferberize my children because that's the way to do it. And, you know, uh, which was totally opposite from my very hippie upbringing. So then I had my first kid and... I'm just exhausted all the time and um, was not as creative as I thought I was going to be. Like, I mean, we would do crafts and stuff. And I was like, man, I was way better at this when I was the nanny. And and I really thought that I would be a yes mom. Like, yes, we will do no television and we will do crafts all day. And yes, you can do this. And yes, you can do that. And I'm, I'm the no person. I'm mm, absolutely the yeah. no person. And it sucks. But... um kind of combat that i i created the land of yes in the playroom like they're allowed to do whatever they want in the playroom they can draw on the walls they can scream anything is yes in the playroom had to because i was miss no everything was no and i never thought i'd be a no mom i really (gasps) thought i'd be a yes mom that's a pretty Um, genius that's a pretty genius uh thing to do i I like there being like a free space if it's outside or if it's in the bedroom or if it's like whatever wherever it is that's nice that's a really good idea can they commit crimes in there? Yeah, can they commit Can they start fires? Can they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they can figure out how to do it, sure, as long as it doesn't affect the rest of the house. <laughs> One thing about the yes room is that if you're screaming and I can hear you, you're abusing the yes because it's affecting the rest of the house. But mm. as long as it's, anything is yes from, like, the door on. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, man, I love that. It's like that. international waters. It is. It's like, <laughs> it's like that is exactly right. <laughs> They're like shooting craps and swapping guns and stuff, you know? It's the best. Um, All right. Well, let's get into uh, the video series. So tell us a little bit about the video series and sort of what what led you to it. We, well, it it started with the whole whole I was not the kind of mom I thought I was going to be (laughs) concept. Um, I was really lonely when I first had my kids. Uh, my whole family is in Northern California. All my girlfriends who have children are in Northern California, and I'm here in New York. I spent a lot of time on Facebook, you know, reconnecting with people and posting pictures of my kids. And I was just getting to that point where I saw, like, everyone's life was so perfect. Mm. And their kids were always clean, and their house was always nice, and somehow they always had a chance to cook. And still look hot and I was like I am scaling at motherhood because I can't I'm like nothing is clean my kids never put on clothes <laughs> always screaming at me like I was just like am I just really bad at this that was going on and so 
one day I just said, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to post this. And it was my son just threw a temper tantrum in Tanera. I can't list him. Um, something, something. I don't even remember the exact quote, but it was some Facebook status about how I was failing motherhood. And then I said, a real mommy confession. And I got tons of messages <laughs> and tons of, oh my gosh, me too. That's how I feel. And so I was like, oh, okay. And so I did it again the next day and people were just like, oh, this, this post made my day. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, we're all <laughs> screwing it up. Yeah. This is brilliant. And, I, and then, then one day I almost ate. I actually don't even know if it's an almost. I may or may not have eaten poop. Um, <laughs> well, it will make, if it makes you feel better, we've had some calls from, from listeners where that may or may not have also happened to them. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I was like, oh, my God, my life is a literal, look at what my allowed to say shit. It's a yeah. literal shit show. Um, so I was like, this is horrible because I didn't think about it until after I had put it in my mouth because, you know, you're cleaning up after your kids and their snacks and you're eating things and then there's a dirty diaper and you're like, oh my God, it was poop. Yeah, and that's the rollaways. Wow. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I, I bet other moms would want to see this stuff. So I started writing all, all of my confessions because <laughs> I was like, we're all in this together, right? We're <laughs> so um, I started writing my confessions and I pitched it to um, a dear friend of mine from acting school and um, she and I had wanted to produce something together so I pitched the idea to her and um, then and she liked it so I was like okay well I want to get I want to show what real moms are I don't want it to just be you know and I have nothing against anyone else who's doing it this way I just wanted to kind of cover the bases more than what I had seen which was a bunch of attractive 30 year old women who are thin and look like they're totally pulled together making funny videos about mom. I was like, I never look cute. I'm still holding on to baby weight. My boobs are saggy. <laughs> like, you know, most of my girlfriends are, you know, they're not, they don't fit into that category, but they're moms and they're great moms and they're wonderful women. And I wanted to cover not just moms with toddlers, but moms with teenagers, moms with kids yeah. in college. So I started compiling my team and I reached out to a woman who I had done shows with. Her name is Jennifer N. Scott. And um, she is... She's an older mom. She has kids who are just out of college, and uh, she is a great actress, and she's also an editor, and um, so she kind of rounded out part of my team as far as the cast and also the behind the scenes, and then um, through her, we got our amazing DP. He's an Emmy-winning DP, um, Andy Gardner, and he was interested in doing it, and so kind of just, that's our entire team, and we started... We started getting confessions from other moms, like all of our friends, and uh, making scripts out of them and shooting them, and people seemed to like them, so it was fun. Uh, but it's developed into something where people can write in their confessions now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tell, we've actually done that a lot. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, people can email us. You can, yeah. It's realmommyconfessions at gmail.com, and just email us a confession, or we're on Facebook, and we get a lot of them that way. Um, but... I, I mean, some of the stuff that I've heard from other people, I've kind of always been this person to people, like, they'll tell me their stuff. Um, I think just because I've shared so much of my stuff, people feel comfortable mm. because they, I mean, they've seen me, like, eat poop or, you know, fall <laughs> off a of bed trying to take a sexy selfie or this season is 
I'm like the queen of raunchy this season for some reason. Like I got all the ones where it's like I'll be on the toilet or naked pretty much all season. Um, <laughs> so people will email me on Facebook and send me their confessions. And I feel like as long as they're funny and relatable, yeah, um, well, they're a good fit. Is there is there a theme that arises out of the confessions you get? Or have you gained some great insight from doing this project? <laughs> um. I've gained some great comfort from doing yeah. this project, knowing that I'm not the only person totally screwing it up. I think something that, especially a theme this season, there has been a lot of, well, I'm still a person confessions. Mm. Um, and I guess the way to group that in is, um, you know, moms being sexy or like attempting to have their desires and goals and stuff met that aren't just about the kids. So there's been a lot of, like, confessions about trying to make time to have sex with their husband or wanting to have more children and not being able to get pregnant. And we find funny ways of doing it because there is usually a funny story that goes along with it. But And that was actually something that was important to me as we were doing season one was to show moms, definitely being moms, but being human. Because I think that's something that's really forgotten, that you're still a sexual being, you're still a fun friend, you're still somebody that, you know, you're still a person. Um, so that's been a theme that I've definitely noticed, because it's been a lot of, well, I tried to do this, and this is how it didn't work out. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, universe. Well, yes. I got to tell you, Bianca, it's so great that you're doing this project. And I mean, it's always so great when I really appreciate when people find themselves in these situations and then find a creative outlet for it. Because I I know that for Teresa and I, uh, the biggest thing we take away from this show is that I think you used the exact right word, comfort, this comfort of not feeling alone in it and not feeling like you're the only person who's going through it. Uh, and, And to be able to find humor in that at the same time is, I think, really, really helpful. Uh, so, you know, good job for doing this. I, it, <laughs> Thank you. It, it's, it's helping the universe as it, as it was on some level. Um, uh, thank you for joining us and putting the series together. And what we're going to do is we're going to link everybody up to uh, your Facebook and to the video series, as well as how they can send their own mommy confessions. And I know our listeners could have a pile yeah. of confessions for you. I was just yeah. thinking about one that was on our Facebook page the other day <laughs> about a son buying condom with his mother. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's, dude, that's totally up our alley. It Actually, is. Yeah, I would love, I would love if they would send some in because we've been doing, we'll do a fan featured meme and I'll make a meme out of a confession. <laughs> so send us something. It, and like one of them got like thousands of shares. So yeah, yeah that's fun. I love it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you so much. And um, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was great. Yeah. I love it. Super they're cool. really funny. They're really very fun and they're not over the top. And I totally understand what she's saying. There are some great videos out there by people who look great. Yeah. That's so <laughs> I'm true. just like, what? How did yeah. you do that? Yeah. How did you make that, that video? And that is very distracting. It is. Too. Like you almost like can't enjoy <laughs> the content of the video because you're too busy going like, so how did you work that out yeah, on top of? Yeah. 
How, How did is your this kid working? Do that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's really great. Uh, you know what also is really great? Is hearing a mom have a breakdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Hi, ladies. I just had to call in a rant because I can't rant to anyone else. It's so stupid sometimes. I've just had a really rough morning. My kid has been really awesome lately, which makes going to school really difficult because I find myself feeling like I'm neglecting her. So I try to get all my schoolwork done when my husband is home on his days off, which are Sunday and Monday. And for the third week in a row, he's just called to say he's going to be working on Monday. So that paper that I asked him if I could get done on Monday so I wouldn't have to spend the whole week neglecting my daughter is not going to get done. And to top it off, after driving half an hour, I really love my hairdresser. And she didn't even have the decency to call and say, hey, I got to take my husband to the ER. And I get it. I can't be that asshole. So I just texted her and said, hey, I hope he's okay. But I'm just thinking, gosh, damn it. I have a paper due and my kid's going to get neglected. And I just spent half an hour in the car trying to get to where I need to be. And now my not only is my cell phone not receiving text messages, the Apple store is three to five hour wait or a literally a week appointment out. And I'm now stuck in bumper to bumper traffic because there is a car accident. And I feel shitty, and I know what else to tell, so I'm sorry, Biz. I'm sorry to rant and ruin your day. But I appreciate the show, and I love you guys so much. So thanks. Have a great one. It takes so much more to ruin my day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Hey, have you been listening to the show? <laughs> I am like a tank. It takes a lot, like biggest loser, <laughs> to, to cripple me. Okay. Yeah. Lots happening here. Lots going on here. One, you are doing a really good job. Yeah. And I just want to say, I feel like there's a small, not small, there's a group of of parents out there who Mm -hmm. I don't think get enough of a shout out. That is parents who are also going to school. Oh, yes. Uh, Whatever the situation is, whatever you are, either, whatever it is, I, that is incredible. It is. It is incredible. incredible. Yeah. And you are all doing a great job yeah. doing that. Yeah. That is a stress box. I oh, mean, like, yeah. I mean, like trying to do schoolwork and family and your partner's working. Sometimes you're doing that and, you, and you're a single parent. Ah, you are doing a great job. Yes. Two, the number of times Stefan has called to say he's had to work late or that something has come up for the week in terms of a meeting where we weren't expecting it, where he's going to have to leave like two hours early or be, mm-hmm. you know, like those things happen. And it really does add up when it happens like one after the other, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to do some self-care stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is and it's not like it's his fault. It's just it's work. It's th- yeah. it's that week for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure your husband's rant on the other side would be, I'm just trying to get my wife so she could do her paper and I have to work again. And, you know, like, I, you know, so like, uh, but let's get to the real thing. Yeah, here. let's talk about let's talk about the real thing. Oh, sorry. I have one small oh. thing in there, too. And okay. that was the like <laughs> the hairdresser's husband. Oh, yeah. And the accident on the interstate. Yeah. I would. I hope everybody knows we are not the like the listeners who you have to apologize to. Mm-mm. Things can be horrible for other people, 
And you can still also feel bad about something that's unrelated and not equal in proportion. Totally. That is okay. It does there not is make no, you a bad person. There's yeah. literally a scale nowhere in the yeah. universe right. <laughs> where somebody's right. doing that. No. All right? Yeah. So th- that is legitimate feeling you're having yeah. in terms of, of still being upset about that. Okay? Yes. So there you go. Now, the real thing. Neglecting your child. Teresa, there's a phrase that that you have used, mm-hmm. I would like you to use it again. I think what I said was, she's telling herself a story. That's n- it's a bad story. It's a bad this story. This is an erroneous story. It's yeah. not a factual or yeah. accurate story. No, you yeah you are because of all the situations and circumstances that are happening right now. Yeah, the story you are telling is coming through a very weird filter. Yeah. And is not true. Yeah. Uh, you are not neglecting your child. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, you're not you're neglecting not your child. Neglecting Teresa your child. and I are here right now, yeah. not with our children. Yeah. We are not neglecting them. No. People who work at hospitals for 12-hour shifts are mm-hmm. not neglecting them. People who have to get work done at home and have to put their kid in front of the TV yes. for a little bit while they get some work done are not, not neglecting their children. Uh, th- that is correct. Do you tell your child you love them every day? Do you make some time to play with them a little bit? Ah. Is your child being fed? Yes, is your, your child... child being clothed? Yeah. Does your child have shelter? You are doing yeah. fine. You're doing a really good job. Yeah. And it, you're going to school and you're doing everything you can. You're doing so much. And you can't ask yourself to do something beyond what is yeah, possible. Yeah, possible. Yeah. You're, you're, you're sound fucking remarkable to me. Yeah. Seriously. I agree. So hang in there. You're doing a really good job. <laughs> I know, right? Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? We learned that sometimes there's so much stuff just going on in our lives that don't seem like that big a deal, mm-hmm. but are still fun to talk about. Yeah. And just catch up on. Totally. Yeah. But I had a nice time just catching up with what was going on. That was really nice. Yeah, it was. We also learned that pencils may or may not have a vagina or penis. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay with whatever that pencil wants to be. Totally. That pencil is all right with me. <laughs> we learned once again that the internet is full of visual lies. Talk about stories that we're telling ourselves when mm-hmm. we see people looking great and perfect houses and clean children. None of that's true, guys. <laughs> Just, I don't think any of it's true anymore. No. And so when I look at those pictures... Mm-hmm. All I see is the dark underbelly that probably <laughs> lies under that couch. Or you can look at that picture and be like, oh, good job for that person. For 30 seconds, yeah. things looked good. Until, as you said, the pile of artwork that's on the table, that's yeah. random papers with one line on yeah. it, but you can't throw it away. Yeah. The cardboard Amazon boxes, yeah. the like grocery bags, oh, all that stuff. That's right. That's all in another room in that person's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I'm going to start to Stacked on a little table just outside the the frame of the photograph. That's right. Their kids aren't tall. They're standing on an Amazon box. Uh, uh, we What we've learned with, from our guest, Bianca, is that, again, the more we can share these true moments in our lives, the better the universe is going to wind up being. Yeah. I just, 
Every time I hear people bickering about crazy differences that are way out of our control, all I think is how many parents didn't sleep last night, mm-hmm. right? Like how many yeah. parents' kid is going through some weird thing that they're stressing out about I know. on behalf of that child yeah. for, with reason or no reason. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, And I'm not even talking the big things like illnesses or yeah. disabilities or yeah. biting. I'm talking about the like... I can't believe these shoes. I've already outgrown these shoes. Right. You know, I can't believe my yeah. kid just drew on the wall again. Yeah. Poop in the tub, really poop in the tub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, there's such a great universal share <laughs> of just the pure exhaustion that we all feel. Yeah. I almost feel like we should start talking more about our kids. Ah, just yeah. like, I'm just like, my kid. Let me tell you, like, the t- Let me tell you. two or three top things going on with this kid right now. <laughs> yeah. And not that my kid's being a jerk. No, no. It's just, there's always stuff happening. There's just something happening. going on. Yeah. There's yeah. always stuff happening. Something always. Even good stuff. Sometimes there's still some stuff. stuff that it's happening. It's still happening. That's right. So you know what? You're all doing a really great job. Yeah, you guys are. I, it's so Look remarkable. at all the shit you guys have to manage all the time. All, you know? I mean, really? really it's, it is a lot. It's a lot. It's so much. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it. Sometimes, like Teresa, you're only doing a little bit of it, and the rest of it feels like it's totally spiraling out of control. Yep. And sometimes you're going to put aside two days, and you're going to get that shit together. Oh. And it's going to feel good. I cannot wait. It's going to feel so good when you do it. Report back about that someday, two years from now, (laughs) when that actually happens. Anyways, go on. Really, you're all doing a good job. Teresa? Yes? You are doing a good job. Thank you, Biz. You really are. And it is okay that it's not whatever you envision it should be right now. Oh, thank you. It's like that's it's, good to hear. Yeah. I mean, like that's the true. fact that your kids are okay. Yeah. And you I mean, you seem nice enough. You yeah. haven't come in and like punched me or anything. No. That's not how I You probably wouldn't operate that's not that how way I deal anyway. with my stuff <laughs> but Fair thank enough. you but thank you for that because that's true that's yeah. something that I, can yeah, happen you're doing you're doing good um biz you have a birthday this week so i, I just want to say on behalf of myself everyone <laughs> at max fun and all our listeners we love you so much and you're doing such an amazing <laughs> job i am officially 42 yeah not 36 <laughs> Not 36. You think you're 36, but you're 42. I can now sing that super accurately. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, It is because, I got to tell you, I swear it's because of doing this show and all our listeners and saying things like you're doing a good job and hearing that over and over that I am like so embracing these this next phase of my life as Ellis, yeah. you know, gets older and Katie Bell gets older. Big kids. I get older. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Down 
We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, fuss and fight, I throw down Mama Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.